Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 213 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. We also make half-ass attempts at streaming over uh, Key 3 presentations, which we <laughs> made an attempt at doing uh, very, very recently. But now, hey, we're glad you're with us back on Twitch and YouTube. We we got that straightened out. We had some collaborative meetings, and we what are some other terms I can use? We synergized as mm-hmm. a team mm-hmm. and streamlined. We our just we just streaming. powered through and ironed things out. Got lo- mm. got the uh, logistics. There we go. Right. I like that. I like that. It's, it's buzzword city. It's just the buzzword <laughs> podcast. Turn up the OBSs. Yeah, we fucking tore OBS down and rebuilt it and made some changes more befitting to what we're trying to accomplish. I think I was pushing it too hard, maybe, but it worked. It worked under those settings for so long, and then it didn't. But once we actually had time and made time, all three of us, to kind of iron that out, we got it straightened out. And friend of the show, Renee. Renee, shout out for giving us a hand so now we can stream this podcast live and not use your Zoom premium, which you also had offered us to, to utilize. But we're back. Uh, a little bit of news tonight. Uh, we're just coming off of Key 3, so most of that news is is already caught up on. But we do have a little bit. There was a Capcom showcase. Uh, Lollipop Chainsaw returns, question mark. What is that? Does he, anybody even remember Lollipop Chainsaw? Update on the three Persona titles. And there were a couple notes from the Upload VR showcase. There was in, uh, There's a website called Upload VR that kind of keeps track of everything. Across the board, across Oculus and can Rift. Can you download VR from the Upload VR or just I don't upload? I think you can. We downloaded this news. Uh, we're going to download it to your ears, Brant, and then we'll be able to discuss. So everybody prepare thyselves. Um, I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. What's up? And Loremaster, Cesar Concepcion the second. Hello. He's rocking a t-shirt from his favorite Twisted Metal title. Mm-hmm. Also watching the the page master behind me. You are completing the the master circuit, I guess. What is your favorite going. twisted metal, Cesar? Black. Yeah. Brant and I have a coworker whose favorite is the first one, which you don't hear out of many polls. And then when I was talking to him today, he's like, "Yeah, that that first and the second one." So I'm like, "You you keep going back on it. First you say the first over the second. Now you say both and." He called me, and I might have shamed his decision of the first one, so he may be re-remembering that now that it's Twisted Metal 2. And the game nobody can figure out. Do we want to present that on the podcast and see if any of our we listeners can. know? We can. There's two. <laughs> Cesar There's says no. <laughs> Cesar doesn't want to go into the fever dreams of... Uh... <laughs> okay, uh, it's a PS1 studio, and when the game loads, there's a bad baby. Apparently, it's a baby that's an evil baby of some kind. Uh, It's some kind of bad baby. He's, like, ready to fight, and he's in, uh, quoted as being in jail, is what what he said. Quoted as being in jail. Uh, Another title is one where you can race as either an outhouse or a log. So if anyone knows what these titles. that's via cheat codes. Via cheat codes. Yeah, that's not stock. It's apparently you got to put in some cheat codes. (laughs) It's not natively in the game to be a log. Uh, so if anybody knows that, or we could all go on to Reddit and go into the subreddit tip of my joystick, that is safe for work. I trust you. Yes, trust me on this. Uh, tip of my joystick, you can write out these crazy descriptions, and that community there will try to help you 
figure out what game it is. Brent, we may have to actually make a submission. Let's say, yeah, just uh, might as well just go and do it. At this it may point. be time. It may I'm trying. I've got a list, and I'm on. I'm going alphabetically through every North American release, <laughs> and I'm on E. I'm on E, sir. I picked and up still no bad baby. So I jumped on the Wikipedia page for every PlayStation One NTSC release, which is like a thousand plus games, and I'm going down all the game studios for anything that has anything related to kids, babies, anything <laughs> bad baby, anything like that that could possibly get us to where we need to get to on that. Uh, no such luck. Listeners, let us know if you if you know either of those titles. All right, let's get into this. We talked over the Capcom showcase. I believe that'll be. We need to see if it's on YouTube. I know we streamed it on Twitch, but I can't remember if Twitch saves a local yeah. copy of that. Okay. I watched it uh, on YouTube. Oh, it did. So it was on there. Yeah, because we yeah, yeah we did it from OBS. That's right. This wasn't. Yeah. Um, Brant's going to talk about his stream later. I think we need to cover that pretty good because we got an upcoming stream planned. I can't believe it. We're doing the thing. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Anyways, there was a Capcom showcase that we kind of sort of talked over. Uh, they started off with a lot of Monster Hunter uh, Resay Sunbreak, and the three of us were troubleshooting and <laughs> doing other <laughs> things while we saw Monster Hunter on there. Um, it's just not for us. It, it never really has been. There's, It's well documented on this podcast that Cesar and I tried the PS2 and PSP titles together <laughs> 15, 20 years ago, and it didn't really hit. So, More power to you the, if that's your thing. The cooking mechanic. mechanic. It's a lot of people's thing. One in Monster Hunter, that one of their best-selling games now. Mm-hmm. Usually is. Yeah. All right. Uh, they debuted another trailer for the expansion of Resay. Oh, this comes from ComingSoon.net. So thank you, Raw Meat Cowboy at ComingSoon.net. <laughs> uh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> do not, do not put those two together. <laughs> okay. Let me see. What, let me see what ludicrous name this is that uh, wrote this article. It's Michael Leary. So thank you, Michael Leary. Uh. They, de- they debuted a trailer for Monster Hunter Resay Sunbreak. Uh, detailed some of its mechanics and features. A demo's coming to Switch and PC. As of the time of this recording, you can play it. Yeah. Capcom also explained a bit of what will come to the game after Sunbreak's launch. So they spent, what, 10 or 12 minutes on that? It seemed like a majority of the yeah. of their show, just about. Uh, we saw another brief snippet of Capcom Fighting Collection. Not anything major new there. Uh, we we jokingly on this podcast call this the Dark Siders collection. So please be excited yeah. for the Dark Siders collection. Stalkers, Dark Stalkers collection. Of course, it's not the Dark Siders collection. There already is one of those. Several uh, of those. Probably that game's out in fourteen days, nine days. That's next week. Yeah. Hell yeah! There's a lot of games coming out in June. You got yes. that. You got Fire Emblem. You got a whole bunch of shit. Yes, please be excited. Uh, Capcom Arcade Second Stadium, which we were kind of bringing up in the in the live stream. Did they really need this second skew for this stuff? Could they not have added that to that original Capcom Arcade Stadium? Uh, it's coming out on July 22nd with games like Saturday Night Slam Masters, yes. Magic Sword, Black Tiger, yes. and Eco Fighters. Yes. Everyone will also get Sun Sun when getting the base game. And they do note Street Fighter 2 The World Warrior is available for free for a limited time for the first stadium. And thank you, Jeff Keeley, for giving us a free game at the Summer Game Fest that everyone got. So we appreciate that. Hey, man. Sorry, free. 
Gotta jump on the bandwagon. Double free? Yeah. Exo Primal got a new gameplay trailer that is the not Dino Crisis. Uh, there's a Dragon Dogma anniversary show that's coming up. Announcement for announcement. On June 16th, which is tomorrow as of this recording. Uh, we'll probably be talking about it next week because it'll have been premiered by then. Yeah, tomorrow's that, tomorrow's that in Final Fantasy tomorrow. So I was about to say, the Final Fantasy VII yeah. anniversary thing is tomorrow as well, right? Yes. What do we think is coming with that? We got any speculation? Is it going to show off some remake part two or anything? It's been uh, two years, so... Yeah, that's the... Yeah, maybe a snippet here. Mm-hmm. That's the I, talk. I would imagine it's probably just... Some of that's probably going to be an announcement that that 7 remake's probably coming to Xbox and Steam. So. That'd be good. And Nintendo Switch via cloud streaming? <laughs> maybe not Steam. I don't think Kingdom Hearts is still on Steam. Oh, because of the Epic Game Store? Yeah, I think they got like a year exclusive, probably, yeah. That makes sense. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's coming for Switch streaming, so... Sure, why not? Uh, they showed off some Resident Evil Village DLC, including mercenaries and Village uh, and a side a side mission thing. You guys want to touch on that at all? Since I know you guys played the you you guys played Resident Evil Village, their OG yeah. the vanilla one. It's a continuation of a character that you encounter late in the game. Plus, they're adding mercenaries, which is awesome. Mercenaries uh, is good stuff. You get to play as uh what lady dimitrisk and didn't they say um eisenberg and <sighs> who was the other guy other guy wesker no Damn. that was mm, that trying was to see if it's bet. in there that was a very safe bet but uh yeah uh, everything they they showed off looks really good there's a uh another dlc pack that's uh another like chris redfield um play Playthrough like they did with uh, seven. Not a hero. Not a hero. Yeah, that was good. That was good DLC. Is this the one that's um, uh, the third person mode also? Yep, it's all in the gold edition, the Gen edition. Gen, yes, Gen edition. they did announce the gold edition that will have all of this uh, included, uh, as well as the we finally. Got the uh, next gen updates, or I guess current gen updates for uh, two, three, yeah. and seven. They went they live. They going live, yeah. Like in maybe an hour, thirty minutes, something like that. So it wasn't I feel very like you long. Were, feel like you were checking in real time. It yeah, was right was. after that, right? Yeah, <laughs> he was. So I was looking. Mm-hmm. I was down. I was looking looking at you. All right. Um, that was the Resident Evil Village update. Next, we got a, another snippet of Resident Evil 4 Remake, which continues to look good. <laughs> it's probably going to be a day one on for everybody Easily. on this podcast. Yeah. And then, of course, they ended with the aforementioned next-gen updates. And that was your Capcom presentation. So no, no bombshells. It was stuff that we knew was coming, essentially. Yeah. We're down to one viewer. It's not good. <laughs> I'm we glad are. we went back to streaming. It's awesome. We're back, boys. Uh, Lolly Chop, Lollipop, Lolly Chop Chainsaw, Lollipop Chainsaw. Speaking of being back, uh, its former publisher has announced this comes from Video Games Chronicle and Chris Scullion. Um, There's really not much known yet. Uh, he no. notes they don't know if it's a remaster, remake, or sequel. Uh, Yoshimi Yasuda was previously the CEO of Karawa, 
Kato Kawa Games, which published Grasshopper Manufactured Titles, Lollipop Chainsaw, and Killers Dead in Japan. He was also executive producer. Last month, it was announced he would be using, be leaving Katokawa and would be establishing a new company. And it appears that Lollipop Chainsaw will be one of the company's first titles. Damn, that's, that escalated quickly. He left. New studio. And now Lollipop Chainsaw is apparently one of the, one yeah. of the company's first titles. Lollipop Chainsaw is back by Dragami Games, Yasuda tweeted on thir- Tuesday. Please look forward to it. Please be excited. Uh, it was They go on to note that Lollipop Chainsaw was released in 2012 on PS3 and 360 and has never seen a subsequent release. And it is not pack- backwards compatible and it is not streamable on PS3 via the new PlayStation Plus. I thought it was for some reason because I had it on PS3 and I went out and got the 360 version. I thought it was backwards compatible because of that. not. Mm-mm. Killer is dead is. That might have been one I went and got. Uh, this is its 10th anniversary. Uh, noted well, Marvel Cinematic be. Universe uh, director James Gunn worked on this. The only video game he's ever worked on, he says. This was also, I believe, the launching point of one Jessica Negri into um, video game culture or subculture. As she promoted... The main character of Lollipop Chainsaw. Yep. At Jessica Negri's, Juliet was impeccable. Happy 10th anniversary. What was her name? Was it Juliet? Forget the rest of it. It was almost like a... Uh... Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into that one. That one's fine. I thought it. Was I thought we were like doing a, famous Juliet's. I thought it had like a lollipop, a lollipop chainsaw. I thought it had like a Travis touchdown type naming convention type deal. Take Juliet's for a hundred, Alex. All right. What other famous Juliet's do we know? <laughs> O'Hara. All right. Uh, so be excited for lollipop chainsaw, whatever capacity this is. I remember that game reviewing favorably and everything. It was super stylish. and It's it's one of those I played, I don't know, maybe like an hour of. It was it was not bad. Because she has like her, her boyfriend's head was cut off and she's like carrying around the <laughs> yeah. boyfriend's head on her on her belt or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's talking to you the whole time. <laughs> Very stylish as this um, news article notes. Uh, Brant, when I pulled this story up, it still was the Lollipop Chainsaw one, so I sourced another Persona Weird. article. Maybe it's, maybe this is the news you were headed for. Uh, what the is heck? This close to it? No. Uh, this was, this wasn't even what I put on there. For some reason, it's not even the you, article. Yeah, I told you I had to resource it because uh, it was the Lollipop Chainsaw again on that news. I had the Gamatsu article, but all oh, it, all it, it led to Verge or something like that when I was looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or something like that, or I can't remember what it was. But the news you're alluding to is the update that was for Persona Portable, Persona 3 Portable, uh, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royale. And they Atlas just confirmed that all of those titles are coming to PlayStation, and it was later today, I believe, because even the article I had um, didn't have this information on there. Where on their website it showed that just Persona 5 Royale 
was going to be PS5, and the other two games were, like, PS4. So I'm guessing they'll, they'll obviously play on PS5 through backwards compatibility, but this right. was leading other people to believe that the versions coming to Xbox are probably going to be about the same, that there's not going to be, like, a enhanced or current-gen version of right. uh, Persona 3 or 4. No path to victory, as Cesar would put it. It's just a path. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just Persona 3, Persona 4, who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a path to Persona. Those games... Those games didn't need next-gen. I, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see what the PlayStation... PlayStation. Persona 3 portable one is going to be. Yeah. Like, how that looks. Because what's the most recent port of that? Zero. There was... Yeah, I was about to say, there was, a, there was an updated version that's right. considered to be kind of the the best version and so, five was on five was on steam and playstation 4 yeah i mean and four, then four golden was the director's cut which was so it's psp and uh steam so those those two versions aren't that far back what were we talking about persona 4 yeah the original persona 4 was ps2 Right, and then they came out with Golden on Vita, Vita, and then mm-hmm. that ported over to Steam. Okay, that's the director's so, cut. Golden so Vita Direct. and Steam. So that uh, they're not as far back of a stretch port-wise as Persona Three is what I was getting at. Yeah. So, so where is that? I wonder what that build looks like coming forwards. Persona Three was what Three was on PS2, and then we had Three FES came out later on, which had the answer, and then they ported it over to PSP. The PSP is the one they added the female MC. They took out the answer. But they updated the battle system, which is more similar to 4 and 5, if I remember correctly. To make it more modern, I guess? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you don't get the epilogue. So that's the part that people were bitching about. So. People be bitching. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, so we'll we'll see what three. those... We'll see what those turn out to be. Hey, they're they're here for current gen gamers, I guess. So that's all we can ask is for that stuff to come forward. Yeah. Make it playable on something where you don't have to hook up a PS2 or a PSP, which the t- three of us can make that happen. We can play these builds. We can play these older games that Look, Jim Ryan doesn't want to play. I, I told you, yeah, you know, freaking Atlas surveys I filled out. He's telling them, like, port these games on all these consoles. Give us these games. Finally listened. It was like four years of that nonsense where they did the random surveys like, would you play this persona on this console? I'm like, yeah, just freaking bring it over. Stop screwing around. <laughs> Stop asking me every six months. Oh, it's like those old survey cards you would get in the in in the game. Remember when it's like, what game consoles do you currently own? You play Which other Enix cons- of America games? <laughs> Which uh, game console are you looking to get? Microsoft's Xbox. Sony's PlayStation 2. It would have... I know I had a bunch of like late gen PS1 RPGs that would have those checkboxes in them. It was all seemed like the Squaresoft stuff, right? Yeah, it was prepaid. I think you just got to throw it in the mail or something. Yep. They wanted you to get that survey. Uh, like friend of the show, Paxton, has joined uh, us in the chat. Of, uh, demo disc from Square Enix that you got with the soundtrack. Yep. They listen to you, Richard. They, you wanted those demo discs. I do. I love me some demo discs. There's nothing better than demo a demo disc. Yeah. I think okay, so this is this might be niche for us, right? But if you released some sort of demo disc packaging, and you publicized it, right, just like they did with the Pizza Hut coupons and the Turtles thing, 
you have a whole generation of people nostalgic for demo discs and would be willing to get hold of something like that. It would be amazing. Well, I mean, the only thing that they've done that with was VR is the last time I yep. remember it. Because there's like two, three. I collected all three? those. It's a little mini mm-hmm. collection. Yep, there's three PSVR demo discs of varying quality <laughs> and maybe repeat yeah. demos across three of them for a bunch yeah. of them. But they were pack-ins for the different builds of um, of the PlayStation VR and as they came out. So they were good to update. Okay, I'm going to touch on this last news bit pretty quick. Uh, there was an upload VR showcase around the same time as... Uh, key three and the two big takeaways i won't read all these you can you can go check this out at upload vr because they are i guess i was talking about it in the in the pre-show but upload vr kind of keeps track of everything it's not the they're not the raw meat cowboy of <laughs> vr vr channels where they just cover one platform if it's some sort of virtual reality interface they it's rift it's playstation vr it's playstation vr 2 it's oculus they, they keep track of everything and they do a real good job of, I think, you know, this is still kind of a new technology and they're looking for more adoption, that sort of thing. I think they do a good job of promoting the platform, no matter what, no matter what platform it is, they do a great job of promoting the VR platform. Yeah. So it seems like this site has gotten more and more of these type shows or insider info or, you know, whatever it ends up being where it's just something that they that they're able to use their platform to bring out news on. And there's all kinds of stuff in here. I think the two biggest takeaways, especially for our podcast here and our interest is a uh, Moss book two comes out July 21st for quest. So there was a lot of people who uh, maybe were not getting the PlayStation VR version or packed up their PlayStation VR or didn't have it. Uh, Cause I think there's a bunch of quests out there at this point. And uh, that launches July 21st on quest. So about a month out, and then Moss Book 2 will be out there. And Quest is actually pretty good at doing, like, pre-sale discounts for certain things, and this might be one of them. And they're also good at, if you already own the first one, they'll give you a discount for the second one. So, Or, you know, a subsequent release type thing. Um, Unplugged is a guitar game. It's getting a Pantera DLC pack. I just had to read that. I did not put that bit in the news, <laughs> but it was interesting to add the Pantera bit in there. Um, and the last one was, if I can get there in time. Oh, what the bat? There was a very popular game that came out called what the golf. And this is a, uh, upload VR calls it a ridiculous follow-up to what the golf in which you do various things with a baseball bat including, <laughs> you know, hitting things will come at you and it's not baseballs. It's, it's various activities and all that stuff that will come at you. And you're using the VR interface for to what the bat things out of the way. Uh, but those seem to be the two biggest takeaways. They showed off some among us VR gameplay, which I think is going to be a big, a big thing for VR. Uh, they showed off green hell, which is coming out for PC VR, which is weird because it's been out for quest VR for, I think two months or three months. It's a survival type game. I looked at getting this one, but it was, it's on the more expensive side of the, of the Oculus store. But that one said green hill zone. I was like, Oh, (laughs) green hill, green hell zone, green hell zone. Yeah. 
right, Green Hell Zone. Somebody jot that down. We might have it. Uh, <laughs> get, uh, you got, you it. Got pending messages in your YouTube chat. That's your VR. And yeah, we got a couple of YouTube. Moss book. Look up Moss. A uh, friend of the show, Paxton, is asking about Moss. Moss is a game in which you play as a character named Quill, a mouse. Not and Peter it is Quill. almost like a... Do what? Not Peter Quill. Not Peter Quill. Mouse Quill. And you play uh, like a storybook style thing. It's almost like you're looking down into the book and interacting with Quill as she moves about the story. But uh, she'll interact with you. You high five the mouse. You like lean into the story and high five the mouse. It's very. It's probably one of the best VR experiences. I would say it's one of the most intuitive, natural, uh, extensions into VR for storytelling and. I won't say immersive gameplay, but it's immersive in that you're in the experience and it's not, uh, you know, a Twitch shooter or something like that. That, or you're not shooting targets like VR had been known to do, or be a genre that you were stuck in keeping up with the chat as well somebody might else want to keep, keep up with the chat <laughs> as i'm trying to answer it um spire stride i don't think there was anything else it was like major major those were the two biggest takeaways i think and that somehow is 25 me. minutes in we're done with the news look at that we did it peeps yep let's go great to show. games played great show on earth let's go Let's go to games played. Speaking of the greatest show on earth, Cesar and I beat a game. Finally. I've been trying to beat this game and beat the last boss for many, many weeks now. It hasn't been months and months and months. But Cesar in front of the show, Renee, had roped me into Apex Legends <laughs> not too far back. And I'm not going to brag on us and say we're like these great gamers and stuff. Clearly we are not. Uh, we had multiple second place finishes or third place. It was always second place or third place because we play, we do not go for gunfights. We stay away till the very end. And we finally developed a strategy to keep a shotgun on us. <laughs> Both of us Shot, need a shotgun. Shotgun is life. Shotgun is life. Because the way we play when the circle closes in on Apex, and we're not going to go too deep into the description of how you play Apex Legends. It's, it's like, what, four years old now? Cesar, I think I sent you the 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 picture of when we won our last match, which was like 2019. Yeah. And um, but as this circle closes in, we both had we both had shotguns and we see up there we see on this round because we had just I think we had just come in second. We had just come in second the night before we came in second twice and then we came in ninth and it was like, OK, fine, whatever. It's not meant to be. And then uh, the next day we played, I think we had come in second or third. It was in the top. We were near the top. And Cesar was always like, oh, man, we're so close every single time. And then this was the worst round of Apex, like, <laughs> leading up to that final bit. This is the worst round we had played yet. We got in a firefight super early. I died. Cesar had to pick up my banner thing and run it to the respawn bit. And that was... Cesar, you were running around with me for what, like four or five minutes where I'm just watching and you're avoiding firefights and trying to get into the circle and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And outside of that, you also had to um, get all your equipment again. I had to respec. I had to respec everything. 
And then when he brought me back, we happened to be around like, what are they, death coffins or something? That's what they call them. We're around a bunch of them. A bunch of people died. So we're like, okay, I'm just going to pick up what I can pick up. Obviously, there's people here. We're going to get murdered. And it never happened. (laughs) We ended up... We ended up moving in, and then I think it i think it told us there were two teams left, and it didn't tell us how many people. And we had – we came in on the backside of the circle. We had the, we had the right strategy, and then I spotted the person. I saw one person at least, and I tagged them, and I'm, I'm pinging them. You know, there they are, there they are, there they are. And um, we ended up kind of flanking them a little bit. They went up high. Cesar, was it a lifeline? Or was it a Valkyrie like yours? Do you it, remember was a Val- it was a Valkyrie like me. Because they were up in the air when we started shooting yeah. them at first. Yeah. And they kind of sprung me a little bit. Like I was getting hit and I turned around and I'm hitting them a little bit because I got some damage at the end of it. And the Cesar posted a clip. We don't have it on any of our channels, do we? I need to post it on Instagram. Or I need so to, Cesar, yeah. yeah, Cesar puts it up. They, I'm shooting at them and they kind of drop <laughs> down and disappear. And I'm going to reload my shield because they popped me a little bit. And on this video, you see Cesar just, I guess you just got, you were in the zone, man. You were ready to go. You saw, He saw exactly where they went. They dropped off this platform. I cracked and I cracked the shield, man. That's what happened because I cracked it before when it went you were down shooting there. at them. When you were shooting yeah. at them before they went down. And then on this, on this video, you see Cesar just drop down and do like two or three shotgun blasts. And then Champions pops up. And it's like, and I... I thought it was going to say you were down. So I'm running to that edge because in the clip, you see me right after he wins, yeah. you see me drop down and I start teabagging up and down. Not the person, <laughs> just us. I'm, I'm going at Cesar. Yeah, like, yeah. We did it. We did it. Because as soon as I see that champion thing pop up, I'm like, yes, we guess, got it. I, I remember with Richard because I started shooting and Richard's like, okay, I guess here we go. <laughs> this is it. So that's uh yeah, Paxton is pointing out it's been three it's three years old. So I'm saying three years between wins for us. Oh, it was man, it was such a good feeling. It was so awesome <laughs> to finally break through. And we it was the most ass round we've ever played. I got killed in that. Cesar, you got what, two kills before to get to save me. Yeah. And then you got the final one. And it just was the most like unpredictably wild finish and it's like never give up on that you know even if somebody's down like i didn't get up and leave cesar i kept i kept watching the game and spot and spotting for him when i could and until he could respawn me and it was like all right let's let's finish it out and see what we got because we have we have been better positioned we have been better equipped <laughs> we have been better shielded all these things we've had brant we've done the three-player thing we've had better numbers like but this was 2v1, and we lost another 2v1 earlier in the week where we couldn't snipe that person. I mean, they had the, remember, they had the high ground. Yeah, it like, still pisses I, me off. I was hiding off. behind the bush, and I was like, I cracked my shield immediately. I was like, great. It still pisses me off because we had their number, man. We we both had snipers. We were way away from them, and they killed Never snipers killed again, man. Never snipers again. <laughs> nope. When we get that close, man, all shotguns, and we, we made it work with the shotguns. And that was just... Uh, you know, after all that, all those weeks of build up and close finishes and everything, it was just like, yes. And I'm every time we get down like that, and I did this with PUBG, I'm so shaky. I'm so tense and nervous. Like, they're going to come for us. We're, they're going to find us. Everybody be quiet. And then I'm like crouched near stuff and I'm listening on headphones. Like, can I tell where they're at? Are they behind me? Are they to the left, to the right? 
And it just gets to be this like tense survival thing because I'm not as good with the shooting in this game. I, it's if it comes down to one v one, I'm losing 19 out of 20 times. I'm not going to win those gun battles like that. It's got to be me springing somebody or jumping them or following up. You know, one of you guys start shooting at them and then I follow up that sort of thing. I'm just not going to win those because I'm not as good with the with knowing where the buttons are and when to heal and all that kind of stuff. So that's our uh, that one we lost. You taught us how to heal, right? Because we didn't know how to yeah. like recharge our shields. <laughs> Me and Brant have no shields, and it's like, well, what <laughs> do we do? How do you heal? How do you heal? I'm like, yeah, no. what do we do? You gotta, you gotta <laughs> hold up, and then you gotta rotate, and there was a, you know, there was a whole thing behind it. So, yeah, but you got lifeline, so you gotta remember you, if you do your L one, it you have that. Uh, deploys the the bot and heals everybody. Does that heal shields as well, or just the health? Health. I mean, when you're doing that, that's the pl- positive because then you can start just healing your shields when you're throwing that bot out there and not having to do back to back like, oh, unless you have a Phoenix kit because a Phoenix kit will do everything. So. That's right. Every time I pick up a Phoenix kit, I've never used it. <laughs> I've never been in the position to be it's able to utilize it. Literally, I the one time I used it was the one where you lost when it was one versus two because uh, I you literally used the Phoenix kit and then they blew off my shield again. I was like, great. That was for nothing. So I was like, but they also had like, didn't you say they had gold armor, red armor, something crazy? They had a they had a gold armor and then they had a red red weapon. If you had a red weapon, it's the most powerful weapon in the game. It's like one shot, your shield's gone. If you don't have them, it's bad. Yeah, we just got hosed on that one. It is what it is. I mean, like I told you, the red weapons is you can't refill the ammo, so they give you like twenty shots of uh, something, and that's it. You got to make it make it count. So I don't think I've ever shot more than twenty shots in a round. <laughs> the way we play, <laughs> the sneaky, stealthy non-kill leader way that we play yeah so essentially cesar and i beat the game uh never going back i'm the champion i know the banner my banner's still up every time somebody logs on it's got me and cesar up there cesar have you played it since uh yeah a couple days ago yeah okay all right you're not champion anymore unless you won again i did not win again no Brent, we got to get on there and do the trios again because that it's just so much it's just so much fun because the the match we played we played a few and one, we died like instantly because we dro- dove into what Cesar calls the butthole. And oh, God, I just, I just know that's a. <laughs> oh my it did gosh. not go well in the butthole. We just, we kept punching. I, both me and you, like, got kills doing that. But still, we wound up both going down, like, back to back. Like, Cesar got us up and then immediately down. Yep. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? This is fun. I get kicked once and I'm down immediately. So that's, that's fine. Like, that's like the. It's like a trick to go in when you go into the, the tunnel. You have to, like, punch the wall. And if you hit the wall a certain way, it drops you immediately. And then you can start getting weapons. Like, I keep doing it wrong because I get, I get caught up in the physics in the wall. And I'm like, great. I don't drop down there. Because that's how people get down there so fast. Like, we all go down there at the same time. So They punch the wall and get down faster. How does that work? It's, they you know, they do it so often. You have to hit, you have to hit at the right angle. Because, like, it, it janks the game out where it just drops you straight down. Every so time I you, do it, I get like stuck in the wall and I have to like run down and it's, I can never do, get it off right. Do we need to start practicing going to the butthole more? Probably no, that's not. Hard. That that that's usually a joke moment, but I'm never gonna be that good. It's like it's like the same thing when we get on the level with the Roshin gun. I mean, every time I go into Roshin gun, I, I die. So I'm like, it's like 85 people going into Roshin gun. Yeah, but there's a oh. there's a butthole on each level. Like you're like you've showed me that. Here's the butthole in this level. Don't go in that butthole. Yeah. That, I mean, the only one's the Roshin gun that looks like the Naruto attack. I yeah. just wonder with the huge uh, circle. I, that's the one I, 
I think me and Renee went in there a couple times, and we looked out once when there was nobody in there. Usually we get in there. There's good shit in there. So there's a couple times I went in there, and like, oh, this looks empty, and then I get dropped immediately because somebody's already crawling around in there. So <laughs> I was like, this is great. But I'm already down. So, so that's yeah, but- our that's our Apex update. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely down to play that whenever you guys want to. I'm I'm hooked on the I'm hooked on Apex Legends. It's so much fun. Uh, we played some Halo, all of us, on oh and my off. Gosh, did we have that anything? A, that was a weird night of Halo. Oh yeah, the Saturday, Saturday sucked. I forgot yeah. that we started off like oh eight and one or something. It was something ridiculous. Non-competitive. We were all cranky by the end of it until we started winning the very last. God. Bit. We won what three straight to end it or something like that. Yeah. Kid, God, what happened? Like, how does that? How do you lose? We we were o eight and one. We tied one. It's like how do you lose and tie that many? And it was all big team battles. There were so many of us on there. I think it was seven at the most or six. Yeah. And there's so there's so many of us on there, and we don't want to. We can't split up into squads and break away and do the four v four modes or anything like that. It's like all right, we're all in here together. But we're we're all competent. There's no there's a couple weak. No, I'm just playing. There's no weak links. We're all competent Halo players, and it's just like we just we just kept turning in these losses over and over and over. It was two so hours. I'm two see, hours for, of losses. For me, I'm fifty fifty because you know there's some rounds I do great, and then there's some rounds I suck. So Everybody has their that's, rounds. Yeah. That's literally all of us. That's we're not acting. We're a video game podcast. We love this industry. We love news, all that kind of stuff. I would say none of us are great gamers. Um, I know I'm not. I'm, I'll speak for myself then. I'm not a great gamer. I have some great rounds. I have some awful rounds. And, and then there's just, Monday where me and uh, me and Richard got on for what an hour and lost one game. One time. That was it. We were like borderline dominated almost all of them. Mm-hmm. And leveled up like crazy. Like, I think I'm almost level 60 on this second season. Dang. Uh, The Fractured, uh, the Land Grab is back. They almost give you Kill Leader for the Halo game. Kill Leader. (laughs) It'd be fun if there were a few more announcements. Like, if if Halo would introduce some more introductory things like that. Or, not introductory, but like the Quake narrator, the Halo narrator, where there there was a few more things. I think every shooter should have that uh, Titanfall slide. Sliding downhill. It's the greatest thing ever made. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset if they added that. There's times when, especially after playing Apex, when we're trying to get somewhere, like we're trying to get to a zone or run to a warthog or something like that. And I'm like, damn, if I could just like keep sliding, I'm already going downhill. Just let me go. Yeah, I like that. That's a great feature in Apex. And it helps us cover some ground. That's another thing, Cesar, in that one we won, we're always scrambling. We're always away from the ring. We're yeah. trying to get to the damn ring every time. The fight's a nonstop fight, yeah. Oh, it was oh, such we a had, we, man, we had no awful round. that one. No None. Business. We were struggling the whole round. If somebody goes back and watches, like, our, if they watch our theater of that one or something, like, okay, how did these guys win with one that's, kill? I would, how that's how, like, how do you win? That's luck. That's, 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 that's luck. Two bumbling idiots <laughs> making it to the very end. <laughs> hey, we lost a lot to get to, to put ourselves in that position to win that one. Uh, outside of those two, um, I think that's it for me. I don't think I've played anything. Uh, I helped my kids with Animal Crossing. They're back on Animal Crossing kick for some reason. And thankfully, they're, both of their reading levels are much increased over the last time we tried to make an attempt at this. So the, they now have a house on their island. They've upgraded from the tent. 
so they now have room for more stuff. And um, I actually paid attention to it because I don't remember how this game introduction worked. And I forgot about the Nook Miles stuff. So now I'm able to show them, like, pull up uh, ZR, ZL, go into your Nook Mile thing and read. It's a brief snippet, like, uh, sell 10 pieces of fruit to Tom Nook. And they can read, sell 10 pieces of fruit to Tom Nook. Like, okay, if you don't have anything you want to do that day, like you like going around and shaking trees and getting bit by the wasp, but these are things you could do and you can keep doing this and get money and build up that currency and that kind of thing. So I think that's going to segue into sort of a pushing forward to do that, to, to read those missions and do those little snippets because they've, uh, they've really taken off with designing their own homes and stuff. Like they'll, they, they imagine everything and they'll draw out on graph paper and stuff like this is the bathtub and this is the deck and here's the three grills in the house and here's the six beds in this room and you know kids designing like a house and stuff like that so i was scratching my brain and trying to figure out you know can i do sims or can i do is there a house designer like a but so many of those games are resource management very heavy in you got to have this much of this or this much of this and animal crossing is that to an extent but a they already have it b they know how to play it it's just applying, okay, this isn't very complicated. Get 10 pieces of wood to get this thing. And the wood is everywhere. Just go chop down a tree and get the pieces of wood. So um, I think Animal Crossing is the answer to a couple of those things that I was looking for gameplay-wise for them. So might be able to update in the in the coming weeks on that. But I think that's their current, current ambition is now to put all the things in the house. Since they just had shit scattered all about the yard and stuff like that. It's like now they're not trying to put stuff in a tent. They have a house to put stuff in now. So I'll be interested if they ever take off and start doing Minecraft. Uh, they have asked for Minecraft. They saw it on something, mm-hmm. and I have it for Switch. So maybe that's one I pop in and download whatever God tier 80 gig updates that it's going to take. <laughs> um, I guess it's not that bad for Switch, but uh, I mean, that's, I, that's I can't guide good... them through that, though. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Do I just hand it to them and let them figure it out? Sort of I thing. You're going to have to show them like build blocks and this, it will be the next. Ex- I mean, they, you can pretty much build anything there. I've seen people build like the freaking Taj Mahal in there. I mean, you can build whatever you want. So you can build working computers, actually. Jeez. Uh, we were talking about Roblox <laughs> a couple weeks ago or maybe last week with that Sonic yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. There's like better Sonic levels than have been in Sonic games recently <laughs> in that Roblox Sonic <laughs> thing. So I have nightmares about Roblox. Some of those games are in there are creepy <laughs> as hell, man. It's like dreams and stuff. It's like games within games within within games. No, right? I'm it's like, just a big like, engine. I've seen kids in there playing horror games where people are getting murdered off, and you got to guess the murderer. And I'm like, these kids are like four years old. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. If if anything, weird. There's some weird for, stuff in there. Yeah. For for your kids, definitely, I'd go Minecraft over uh, over Roblox. Roblox. Because there's even been Roblox some, got the look. And yeah, watch. there's 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 been some stuff about Roblox, and I'm we won't get into that, but they, yeah, yeah. there's they were putting like recreations of like celebrity sex tapes in there. It's like it's we Roblox is a weird interesting. Yeah. yeah, you have to you have to watch what kind yeah. of games you open up in there. I, I was amazed when I was sitting there watching my cousins play. I'm like they're like five and six, but like some of those games in there were like I was like oh my god, it's like this is a game. I, I literally, I think my my cousins, my older cousins, like, yeah, this this is the this is Roblox. I was like, wow, it's a wild I world. I didn't know, man. It's a wild Roblox is a wild west, man. Um, I did fire up Siphon Filter for PlayStation One with that new. <laughs> I'm leveraging leveraging the power of my PS5 to play Siphon uh, Filter. How about that? Alec Baldwin Simulator. 
Yes. Siphon filter is now available on every single PlayStation. Yeah. Was it on the uh, PS Classic? Oh, no. Yes. I think it was one of those games on the PlayStation Classic. Yes. Either way, with an alternate storefront, you could play yeah. Siphon Filter. Okay. Uh, I just I played the little intro bit and then went down to the the bottom area, like the garage area of that first level. So nothing major. Uh, I messed around with the filters a little bit and rewound a couple times, like when I got too close to an enemy and they. I forgot with Siphon Filter, like you have that armor, so they can knock down your armor and then you start taking damage. You have like a danger meter where they're going to attack you, and then you're, I guess, to give you some leeway in that control scheme. But everything in that emulator works good. I was doing the modern retro mode, maybe. It put the scan lines on there because I tried I tried modern or whatever the bottom one is, and it was just a blurry mess. Like on that main menu screen of Siphon Filter, you couldn't even read um, the copyright, like Sony Computer Entertainment. You couldn't even read that. It was awful. I'm looking at it like, oh, God. And it's just because of the way it blends everything and like blur it blurred out what is meant to be that um, interlaced signal, you know. So then I put on the and I'm I, Cesar's, especially when he and I were messing around with this stuff like five or six years ago when the scanline filter things first started being a thing on emulators or um, like the Super Nintendo Classic or the NES Classic and that kind of thing. We're wary of those. They have to look they do have to look right or it's just an interlaced, like a forced interlaced thing for the, for the hell of it, basically. Um, and that one looks really good, in my opinion. I think it looks really, really sharp. And it looks like I imagined Siphon Filter would look like on my OLED. It, it wasn't like, ooh, this game's garbage. Um, it looked good. Jim Ryan would be <laughs> upset. Happy? Be, I don't know. Be okay with it, I guess. I Who knows? I'm playing it. Hey. I'm the person playing the old games. It'd be okay with somebody pays ten dollars a ten dollars for it. So. Yeah, this sure, was a free one. It was a free one. I think Cesar and I were kind of texting back and forth when these things were going live a little bit. Like, okay, I know I own this license. What does that show up as for you? Uh, what do you see here? Oh, I thought I owned Ape Escape. I don't own Ape Escape, but now I can buy it for ten dollars. Mm-hmm. And what was it? Tekken Two. You can't buy piecemeal. No, you have you to have, have the to subscription. subscription. Yep, Mr. Have Driller and uh, Resident Evil same. Yeah, and I thought I owned Resident Evil Director's Cut. I was like, why isn't this popping? I'm pretty sure I had that. Tekken 2 glitched out for somebody on, on Twitter, and they, they, they could buy it for $10,000. They took yeah. a photo of it. Sold! That'd be wild. Oh, but those uh, 45 minutes in, I'm very pleased. Uh, those are my games played for this week and a half. I'm sure there's something I'm forgetting, but those are the ones I'm touching on. You can just jump back on there if you can uh, I think for me, I, I played some of that Resident Evil Director's Cut emulation, and I was like, after 10 minutes in, I couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> out. The tank controls? Uh, the tank controls is bad. Uh, yeah. I think I, I felt my age when somebody <laughs> was on, I, I watched some streamer where they were like, uh, inverted, what are you, a boomer? Who plays inverted? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a pretty good disc, because I don't play inverted anyways either, so <laughs> y'all yeah. old asses do. But <laughs> I, I don't but, play uh, inverted. I know, I know uh, Renee's that way. Cause, I mean, I, every time we go, like when we went to my cousin's house and he tried to play Halo Infinite, he's like, oh, I can't do this. It's like, you had to go in there and like make, change controls and ruin it for my cousin, my other cousin. Because <laughs> so, like, and then he come back, he's like, what the hell is this? Because like, he does inverted like up and down and he doesn't do inverted left to right. Some kind of weird combination he does when he plays those games. 
So See, I never, I never know whether I prefer inverted or not. Like I have to go in the settings and mess with it and see which one's right. I know because... instantly because Siphon Filter I knew instantly was inverted because when I went in first person mode, I'm like I'm going down and I'm pressing okay, down and it's going so yes. up. Like great. So I'm like, yes, that is wrong. I did the same thing and it was wrong. But was like, like the Shadow of the Colossus games, yeah, they're left to right and up and down. They call inverted something totally different, and I always get those backwards. Like I literally have to mess around with Shadow of the Colossus there, to figure out which one it is. There are some that, like you said, that. Mm-hmm. do the reverse so like this yep. is the inverter controls i'm like no that's the fucking normal controls yeah that's fine i'm fixing yeah. it i'm going inverted yeah. to fix it and i'm like no nah. I, I and flying games i think i'm backwards on flying games too i, I just want to press up i go up i just want to press down i go down and go left press left i go left right i go right i'm a simple man uh that's all i ask okay so i am backwards on those then yeah i do like I'm pushing down on the throttle, so I want the thing to go yeah. that way. And then if I pull up, I want the plane to go up this way. I don't, yeah. I don't know what part of my brain has that maybe backwards or. It's, that's a common one. Flying games though. If it's like a like a like a like the throttle stuff on there, I might play differently. But it's been so long since I've done that, so I'm like, but you know, you know what the two the true test for us to figure this out between the three of us is is for them to release uh, Descent for that PlayStation One, uh, <laughs> the PS One classics. Looking at you it remember right Descent? Here. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Oh, I have Descent too. I love Descent. Yeah. That was one of our first uh, Mac games when we got that Power PC Mac. Descent's yeah, not, good. Not the movie Descent, which was actually not <laughs> no. that bad either. No, but I think yeah, they so... rebooted Descent as a. I think that studio re came out with another newer Descent, maybe three or four years ago on Steam. I, I don't know. I mean, I think, you think there was something that was, you can look it up now. I think there was Kickstarter yeah. recently that just came out. I think it was supposed to come to consoles, but it never did. I'm going to look it up real quick. Uh, Outside of that, I fired up Resident Evil 2, the, or the Resident Evil 4 prequel, as some people call it. Uh, Resident Evil 3, and then Resident Evil 7. and went through those on the PS5 native. Um. I mean, they're prettier versions of the game. I think the biggest thing I notice is that the load times is way, way faster, uh, which helps when you die. <laughs> you can load faster because those situations piss me off when I die and I have to wait for the screen to load. So, uh, I'm looking at you, uh, Elden Ring. Um, it's aggravating sometimes. I think outside of what we mentioned already with uh, Halo and Apex... I think that's the majority of what I play because, like I said, the only thing I really put time into is uh, going through Resident Evil 2. And, but I'm only like literally the first. I just got to the Raccoon Police Station. But I mean, I don't know if I see anything really different other than it looks better, a little faster. I do notice that the the adaptive triggers do work, so you do feel each gunshot on the PS5 version. Um, and Something else popped in my head, but I'm not going to sit here and try to figure out what it was. But, it, oh, yeah, the activity cards. I noticed that when I was going through and I pulled it up, it does have the activity cards going on there to show what goes next and what the percentage is completed. You know, not every PS5 game takes advantage of that. Yeah. So it does seem like the the Resident Evil uh, current-gen upgrades um, do take advantage of some of the the features that were built into the PlayStation, so, which is neat. But. All right, Brent, I know you played more than all of us. Uh, me, I just... I went through 100 episodes of One Piece in the last three days, so I'm almost halfway through. So, uh, so aside from regular Apex, I also downloaded <laughs> Apex Mobile. Um, what? Yes. 
and uh, was talking to a friend at work and, you know, mentioned that I, you know, played Apex and it's the first time in since the game came out and it feels like a completely different game. And, you know, they they just released the mobile not too long ago. So both me and him have have downloaded it. We played a little bit together a couple of times and he's been like playing nonstop. He's already like level 20 and I've Damn. played a few more times and I think I'm level six right now. Um, it's not bad. Um, he usually likes to try and connect a controller when he has access to one. I bought a controller, but I, it's not here okay. yet. Okay. Which um, one'd you go with? Curious. I went with the, uh, eight bit X cloud, like SN 30 pro. It's the uh, the black SN30 Pro. It's got the um, Xbox logo on the top of it. And so it's the official Xbox one. Yeah, I like it hmm. because like he he usually uses his Xbox controllers. Okay. Um, but again, he hates he goes through batteries like crazy. He's like, I hate that it's still, you know, you have to either go buy a battery pack or just you know eat. Uh, eat up regular batteries. Yeah. And I looked at that and that's like a $40 option. It's $39.99. At least it yeah, was when I bought it. Yeah, it's 40 and, bucks. Um, or it's, I think it was like 44 or 45 with a clip for your phone that you can get as well. Um, and it's, you know, it's a more compact. It's that, it's that SN30 Pro that they've been selling for um, the past two years now. It's, you know, it's it, it's shaped like a um, Super Nintendo controller, but it's got, you know, dual triggers. Um, it's got analog sticks um, with, you know, L3, R3 functionality. It reminds me, I've got this Hyperkin one, but it's a USB one. It kind of reminds me of the form factor of this one, but it kind has of, uh, yeah. the, the analog sticks are in line. They're not offset, offset like this yeah. one. Yeah. But it's uh the, those SN30 Pros are, are pretty good controllers. I think somebody so, I, I remember Richard, you just reminded me. Somebody on Twitter had made a comment about that where uh, they put on their like inline uh, analog triggers, like God intended. <laughs> like God intended. <laughs> it started a war on Twitter. Like God. Uh, All right, real quick, it, real quick in the middle of this brand, that Descent uh, spiritual successor is called Overload, which is a totally non specific name it is out for windows mac linux ps4 and xbox one so hmm. i'll be going to check that out Shortly. probably later on this evening just to see if it's <laughs> but that uh that controller has like a 16 hour battery is what it says 16 hour about 16 hours of play time it's rechargeable so yeah to me that's it's a cheaper option than a you know a regular controller or um you know, dedicating one of these controllers to just my phone. And it's it's a little bit more portable. It's less bulky than your standard controller. Um, I haven't lost a match yet, but it does start you off. You haven't again. lost a match yet? No. It starts you off with a mix of players and bots. So it's once you get into... Because my, my friend, he... Uh, I think he, once you get to level eight, you can start doing ranked matches. Mm -hmm. He says, and once you start getting into ranked, 
it progressively gets harder and harder. He's like, and you can tell these people must have controllers because where I would get maybe uh, five to seven kills max in a match when he's using controller, he, he was cleaning up. He would, he would get 20 kills, 19 kills easy. This is a totally so, different game than what we were playing. <laughs> and that's the thing is, is, is on mobile. I notice you can be more aggressive and it's, it's definitely something where, you know, the bots are there. They can be challenging, but they're they're not as you can tell they're when fodder. you're going. Yeah, you can you you can tell when you're going up against another person. Yeah, but it's it's not as challenging as um the official like full blown Apex. Um, people beating our asses <laughs> most of the time we play Apex. But yeah. do but but through playing this, I am getting more of a handle on the mechanics of apex because it's still got everything in it for a mobile game it's extremely well flushed out it looks great it's still got all the guns um and everything else so you know i'm being able to um you know the couple times we played with cesar there was big emphasis on getting you know the upgrading your armor and this that and the other so you know, I make sure I prioritize that and look for certain uh, guns. Like I know, every time I play, I try to get a shotgun because just have to close have close to. quarters. There's nothing better. Damn, um, I want to play with the three of us all having shotguns. <laughs> now that we have a legit strategy, yeah. <laughs> Cesar, what was that again? How we're we gonna beat them? <laughs> get those shotguns out. Let's go. <laughs> It'd be like a recreation of RoboCop where they're doing long distance shotgun shots. <laughs> Killing people, or Doom, like original Doom shotgun. Like they're getting shot by like a some long range weapon. It's like a shotgun. <laughs> but um, yeah, being able to kind of see a, a few of the different weapons and kind of get the feel of different things and some of the mechanics is, I think it's going to help me in the long run. Um, other than that, I talked about how I didn't like the mechanics of Peace Walker, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, and how the the home base stuff was just starting to to, to grind me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bitched out. You and I did, out. I did. I watched uh, the Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker movie and just uh, got all the story bits. You're golden. You took a, you took, you put hours into that trying to make yeah, that work. I, and it's just, it's 10 years behind. Yeah, I was I was probably, gosh, one one third of the game I think I, I played maybe, so. Uh, but I picked up the rest of it, um, watched everything, and I guess I get it because I think you chose wisely. What happens with Mother Base, and you know it's supposed to you know go under attack and blah blah blah. So I guess you're supposed to feel like yeah, I put I put so much time building this thing, and you know. Now that it's under a threat, you know, you could lose the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, that I guess that's supposed to be, you know, kind of impactful on you. But at least for me as playing it from a console, not as a play and go experience like it was intended. Just it doesn't. It's it's not bad. It just didn't translate well for me in the long run. Yeah. Um. But I did go ahead and pop in uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, and played through the uh, prologue, which I didn't 
think it was going to be as short as it was. Ground Zeroes um, or the Ground Zeroes? To, yeah. Ground Zeroes is short, short. Yeah, ground Zeroes is very short. I love Ground Zeroes, but it's a playground if you want to make it that. You know, there's mm-hmm. all kinds of crap you can get into. So, first thing I notice right away is I hear, you know, these different voices, and, you know, you immediately see Chico from um, Peace Walker. And then you start hearing Cause. And I'm like, okay, well, I know that voice. There's Cause. And then I start hearing another character. I'm like, okay, so who is Cause? To- who, who is he talking to? Because he would, she should be talking to Snake. That's not Snake's voice. It's like, who's that, Kiefer Sutherland? And <laughs> so as it goes Welcome on. Welcome to the Kieferverse. Yeah. Chico and um, Pause are in this prison and you're supposed to infiltrate and get them back. Um, and yes, uh, for one reason or another, um, the voice of solid snake has, has now been replaced with, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, which every time that he's, he's talking and then he starts yelling and doing stuff. I'm just like, this is the, this is metal gear solid, uh, Jack Bauer edition. This is 24. Like it's cause I was, was a big the, 24 fan. The ultimate but. reasoning behind that was he, he was trying to meld even more of that Hollywood video gaming thing. Right. Not like only, he had always admired Kiefer Sutherland. Not only that, he wanted to kind of like reboot and go in a different direction, but it's, that's really odd to do in a game that's supposed to be in the, basically in the middle of the franchise. Right. right. Um, so uh, there's it, always been some controversy around that because, you, know, you know, the Japanese voices always had the same snake throughout all the games. So. Yeah. Wow. Is that the definitive way to play? Is that a good snake? The Japanese one? Yeah. And he, they kept it the same for consistency. So I uh, just he came up with like randomness for the American. one. I, I don't think he just he just probably didn't like David Hyder. Uh. Yeah. But it mean, but he's been the voice of snake for forever. He's he's. Been it in it I, by that point, almost twenty years at that yeah. point. He he'd been in every Metal Gear Solid. He'd been in um, he'd been the voice of Snake through Smash Brothers and everything else too. Um, I mean, he, he came back and did Snake stuff after they parted ways with Kojima. So yeah, yeah. I know they um, Konami went back to him. So I know they made him. I was reading something and they made him like re um re-audition at one point i think for metal gear solid 3 to be the voice of snake like just all of a sudden he was like i I thought i was the voice at this point so i would take the first copy i would take metal gear solid 1 and 2 to my audition (laughs) i would set them down i'd be like here's my character yeah um and you would think that you know that can't be an issue of over money because it's freaking Kiefer sutherland i mean you gotta be shelling out some decent money to get him um, but that's, that's not what this is about. So you go through, it's, it's um, been, it's been about that for several minutes now. <laughs> uh, and I mean, it's in a lot of, we may never know stuff, the answer so. to so, um, yeah, but yeah, you have to sneak through, um, the gameplay is a, a little bit different. It plays a little bit different than, um, everything, you know, up to this point. Because uh, the PS the PS2 games set kind of a little bit, you know, more of a standard, and they stayed 
kind of within that realm for for so long. And I mean, they changed up the the PSP version just because you only had one stick, but um, it still played basically the same. Right. Um, one stick and you know two triggers as opposed to four. But um, two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> but uh, I I liked it. But uh, getting getting through everything and then you you know track down Chico and then you got to try and find pause. And you're tracking down uh, all these sounds on a tape, and it's it's weird because you're listening to her like uh, there was this one part where you like listen to her being tortured, and then uh, you have to track her down. There was one part where like I could I just couldn't find her at, at first because you have to go into this underground part, and I keep looking, and every time there's like a bunch of freaking guards down there. So there was a couple times I just said okay, screw it, and I had to just gun everybody down. Uh, Damn, then, Brent, Jesus. That's the Metal <laughs> Gear conundrum. Sneak, 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 sneak. Blast your way out. <laughs> but uh, I uh, finally got to her, and then that's, you know, the rest of the game plays out. You have to sneak her out, call the call the chopper in, and, and get her out. And, oh my gosh. I, I didn't know it was going to be the freaking end of the game, but that cutscene where it goes into, and, you know, they find out that there's, like, explosives that they hid inside of her and that whole thing where they're having to like extract those was like oh my gosh this is nightmare freaking graphic yeah just and right just, out there on the floor and it of the kept helicopter. going <laughs> it was like okay yeah. okay we can just get it out at any time now we don't have to ex- you know i haven't lingered in like five or six <laughs> years and i vividly remember yeah, that yeah they mm-hmm. lingered on it for quite some time it's not like the not like the the batman one where my insides hurt but uh, when, he's yeah. in the, when he's in the jail and they call the number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they um, while you were trying to uh, rescue Paz and Chico, there was supposed to be this impromptu visit of mother uh, of mother base by so like NATO and and something like some kind of uh, tour like of the, mother base United Nations, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was just a uh, front, so like the CIA or whatever could go in there, and they attacked Mother Base uh, and pretty much destroyed it. Um, and I was like, no, the video I watched from the previous game. I know, so now you get to carry <laughs> over your uh, building from Peace Walker. So, uh, and then at the very end, like, Paws finally wakes up, and she's, you know, disoriented and scared. Uh, snake tries to calm her down or jack bauer tries to calm her down and um opens the door to the helicopter she's like there, there's another one dramatic there's another boss. one oh it's a very dramatic boss <laughs> she says there's another one in my in my and she just like falls out and explodes and why can't it be Keeper Sutherland from uh, The Lost Boys? Why can't it be that one? Was it always Jack Bauer? Because uh, it's very Jack... His performance in this is very Jack Bauer-esque. Couldn't be... Uh, damn, which one did he play? He played one of the Musketeers in that Disney live-action Musketeers, <laughs> which was a god-tier movie. That movie yeah, is so it was good. A, it was a good movie. Ooh, Tim Curry is Cardinal Richelieu. So good. Chris O'Donnell, Oliver Platt... Uh, Charlie Sheen, 
this movie was stacked. That movie's so good. Um, but I'm gonna at some point get into um the Phantom Pain. Um, after all that extremely like excessive gory bit, I was like, I need something a little lighter. Uh, I popped in Tearaway on the Vita, and that's the like action platform game that's uh everything's in like this craft world everything's kind of like made of paper origami folded bits and uh you play as this little perfect art style or <laughs> just drop dead gorgeous you play as this little character um and the whole world is based on these voices that you hear and they're they're telling the story they, they, they're talking about how their land has so many tales, but, you know, they they want something different and they look to you. And, of course, it uses the, the cameras on the video to show your face. And you're the sun, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> but through this, you you interact with the story to drive an adventure. Um, there's these um, these little creatures they just look like little boxes with little eyeballs uh they're called scraps and they invade the world and they're you know tearing stuff up and taking people's colors and features off their faces and whatnot so you uh as the character you you know help return and uh, a lot of times you have to craft like features and things like there's one guy that said they they stole his mustache and i had to sit there and draw a new mustache and cut it out of this paper and then uh, like size it and put it on his face and um there's there's points where you can actually use the rear touchpad to either bounce the character on certain platforms or uh help the little character by uh touching the back and your fingers pop up through like the paper scenery. And it, this it was, was such a good <laughs> use case for the Vita back touchscreen, which yeah. nobody used. It was little deviance in this is what I would argue. And what's, what's crazy is it'll actually even use that back camera and kind of get a little bit of your background while your fingers poking through the, like the, the paper. Yeah. So it'll kind of show, show the scenery in your world. Um, it's got a, it's got a lot of personality and it's uh i was thrown off that like you you couldn't jump or anything at first but those are things you unlock so like the first thing you wind up being able to do is your little character gets the ability to jump then he gets the ability to roll and his whole thing is he's trying to traverse and get up to the you and you go on this big adventure to climb this huge mountain and then once you get there, uh, one of the voices is like, no, no, I can't end like this. We got to go somewhere else. We got to have a different story. And so that's that's where I've stopped right now. I th- think I'm about a quarter of the way through it. Um, but it's a, it's actually a pretty good game. I never and, did finish Tearaway. Tearaway um, was so, so good. I know. So I, special. I bought it for PS4. I bought there's an, uh, the Tearaway Crafted Edition. And you told me you're like no, play uh, please play it on the Vita. Vita and I'm one. so glad I did, because yeah. I'm interested to see this game on PS4. 
but I can only imagine how it had to have gotten pared down. The the thing that makes the Vita so tragic, you know, the the Dreamcast just got the plug pulled, right? The Vita was this nasty breakup where basically we had this god tier first party support. We had these amazing titles and these these games like uh, was it Unit Thirteen, uh, Tearaway, Gravity Rush, the Uncharted game, that portable Uncharted, Oof, even so with good. the the etching like the charcoal nonsense. Mm-hmm. But we had these great utilizations of this hardware, and there were so many special moments. And it's when you were talking about Tearaway, I was thinking back, and it, it was like the last time I was really, really impressed with a new interface like that. I think the Switch came in second, but maybe that's just because it's portable that it was like, okay, I'm playing the new Zelda game on this, you know, small screen, this portable mm-hmm. thing. But the the Vita right out of the gate just had so much. So many of these original type, our type games, like Japan Studio type games, we love this stuff, you know. And then we started getting filler and uh, ports of like Sly Cooper and stuff like that. And it just, then it it was this, you know, then it became an indie machine. And it was Vita Island on the Beyond show, and they were trying Mm -hmm. to beg for stuff to it, and just. It just it, it felt to me like it got nasty, and they they've admitted since then. Was it Andrew House was saying, you know, they probably Jack put it out to pastures. Who was it? Jack Tretton. Jack Tretton. Yeah, so yeah, they 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 put it out to pasture too soon. They should have kept supporting it, and it was. I'm just like, and when you bring up these games, and I'm living vicariously through the the ones you got your son, like Killzone Mercenary, and these things. I'm just like, God, these were such good titles. I was so into awesome. this console. I had almost no interest in the Vita, and uh, Cesar was telling me about it, and he signed us up to go to this PlayStation event downtown where we got to see them and play with, like, little deviants, and um, we played the uh, Uncharted 3 on the on the brand-new 3D, those, the 3D TVs yeah. right there, mm-hmm. and it was just like, it, it went from off my radar, I've got a PSP, I don't think I need this thing, my PSP has great games, to I have to have this piece of uh, tech it has it, the screen and it's an oled and it just god the the vita makes me mad like the dreamcast makes me mad and the wii u it just it was so unrealized but yeah. the ones that got it the titles that got it like you're describing with tearaway there's no replicating it on any other platform it has to be played on that on that platform it was designed yeah. for. And, oh i was i was in it i was in it day one man i got mine on launch once I saw, I did too. we all we all did. <laughs> once once I was there, uh, you know, watching that E3 presentation where they were showing Uncharted: Golden Abyss. Yeah. And they showed off, you know, they jumped in the water and showed Nathan Drake dripping wet, you know, and the and the the water physics on him, and then him climbing out, and then standing in front of that light source and the dynamic lighting and everything and talked about how this is a full uncharted experience on a portable i'm like i'm there that's it like this is amazing and the game card thing at that point was mind-blowing like it's on it's on a that by that thing and you have this entire game and it's just like golly it's they still hold up tearaway still holds up oh, yeah. these games on that screen and that platform are just it's still unrealized i feel like and uh, and lastly, um, real quick, I'll, I'll wrap this up. Um, we all knew that we were getting the uh, the new PlayStation tiers. 
uh, this past uh, week at the start of the week. And in Ooh, anticipation yes. of this, I actually went in and did did a little looking and stuff, and I went ahead and bought the uh, the PlayStation Five camera and and sold another one, <laughs> and then talked Richard into it after <laughs> I got mine and played around with it. Um, and looked into how you can stream from your PS Five, and just decided I was like, hey. I think I want to go ahead and just stream some of these classic games. And, and he so, did yes, the damn thing. On Monday, I streamed uh, about an hour, a little over an hour. Hour and a half. Of, it was of, an hour uh, and a half. Of mm-hmm. Ape Escape and had a had an amazing time playing it. Because that's one of those games where I, I always pick it up every now and then, play around, um, probably do like the first two, maybe three levels. And then go, okay, well, now I'm going to pop, you know, this in and play around with it or, you know, because, yeah, you get the feel for Ape Escape after the first couple levels, but it's never one of those I've beaten. But with this new program that they have, there's some select PS1 classics that actually have um, trophies. And this game has 12 trophies in all. Did you pop any yet on that one? Oh, yeah, I've I've popped like three, four, something like that. Okay. Because I don't yeah. think we could see them on the stream. Which, yeah, by the way, I'm, unfortunately, I'm gonna, you couldn't. I'm not going to jump into your gameplay, but you were very entertaining on the stream. It was. I tried. It was fun <laughs> to follow. It was fun to watch. It was entertaining gameplay. The crazy stuff that happened. Um, your character got. Is he Spike or is the enemy Spike? It's, no, he's Spike. He's Spike. He got stuck <laughs> on a. He got stuck <laughs> on a ledge, and it was just like, yeah, 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 and he was hung on that thing, and yeah. he just never. <laughs> I was, I was jumping yeah i was jumping from platform to platform and he went to that platform and grabbed the ledge of it and then yeah would jump up and like fall back down and yeah. grab it over yeah. and over and over yeah. I'm like I'm, i don't know what's going on he's just doing that oh, i was laughing my ass off we love when games break like that it's so entertaining uh, but you were it, very good on, you were very good on that stream it was a lot of fun to watch i didn't play around with a lot of options i might go back and um, I might play around with some of the controller mapping. I might play around with like that CRT filter. And I know at first the, at default, my camera just didn't turn on Yeah. and I was already in game and I was already streaming. I was like, ah, oh, screw it. I'm, I'm here now. Let's just, I'm playing. So that so. was, I think, honestly, I think it was great. And it gave me confidence because we are going to be streaming, um, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. We're going to be streaming that sometime Friday night, all of us, and we're not all going to be on camera. So it gave me the confidence for all of us to be in a voice chat and agree to broadcast the voice chat. And then we'll just be on there, you know, giving our commentary over the game because you you did a great job just commenting over your gameplay. And it was awesome. It was fun. And I'll I'm going to plan to keep it going. Um, I'll probably stick it with Ape Escape. For for this Monday, yeah, I'll probably yeah. continue through through Ape Escape. Um, but there's, I mean, there's a bunch of PS classics I can go through. There's, I mean, all sorts of PS4, PS5 games I can go through. Plus, and anything on on Xbox. And then I know we've got that Elgato and stuff. And I've just got to mess around with uh, the capture on the computer because at one point I got stuff kind of going, but I know the sound wasn't there and i just mm-hmm. had to mess with the sound settings and at and another time i tried 
kind of playing with something and like all my settings, all my OBS and everything was all messed up. I'm like, okay, I, I just don't have time for this. We can get, we can so. get on there. Like, uh, like you guys did with me on this setup, we can get on there with you and figure that out as we go. But oh, streaming from those consoles. Uh, I mean, I, sem- clean. <laughs> I, se- I semi set up Xbox. I mean, all I did was sign in, but I mean, there's a button to press go and that's yep. it. And same with PS five, it's broadcast and, you type in your whatever you want it to be and go and that's it it just works so i was reading we've got to agree to broadcast our party chat and then we're good to go on xbox and each person i believe has to go in and say broadcast party chat and agree to do that and then it'll work fine but uh other than that that was me and i look i look forward to to streaming i know that was your we had talked about this earlier in the year me and cesar are trying to go through back catalogs and and just play play more things yeah cesar's killing his um cesar yeah cesar's always except for the fact that one piece is now slowing him down because he's got <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to it's interfere break with a <laughs> break a thousand episodes so when you're you know grinding a thousand episodes so 50 percent done it's almost there <sighs> dang um but i'm up to like 2 a.m last night i was getting to the good arcs <laughs> every time i get to the good arcs i'm like next episode next episode next episode you can't stop it Skip the opening, skip the credits, skip the opening, skip the credits, next episode. Yep. But I'm doing the same thing. I'm going through to games I've, I haven't played that have been on the shelf for forever or, or you know, uh, franchises I've just ignored. So, uh, and your your big thing was, was streaming. And, I mean, we started out just doing our normal shows, but then I know you we had technical issues and we couldn't figure out what was going on with your PC. And You didn't buy the $3,000 PC. I know just you <laughs> that's me, what it is. Me, me saying that I wanted to to stream those PS1 classics lit a fire under you uh cuz you reset your PC. We got everything uh going over the weekend. We troubleshooted. You I mean you, you set it up and I, mean, I streamed tricks. Monday. Uh then we did our show Monday. We did Capcom and we're back baby. It's it, we're here again. So, and we're going to be here Friday. Back, baby. I can't wait to play that Turtles game with my arcade stick. I cannot <laughs> fucking wait. I'm so excited. I think we're all excited for that. That's going to be good. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. Oh, that game's going to be fun. Oh, we didn't. I don't know if we talk about this on air or off air, but we <clears throat> do we want it to be the three of us on our podcast stream? Do we want to try to rope in three other people? However you want to do it, sir. You're yeah, running. You want to come? Yeah, go for it. More than merrier. You're on the. Uh, you're conducting that train. It'd be fun to be six. Since they announced, they just announced the six player thing, and yeah. I, th- I think it would be a lot of fun to have six people in there. It'd be crazy. We all just have to figure out exactly who we're getting. Yeah. So look forward to that uh, Friday night. Um, I don't even care how whatever the the character nobody wants. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I, I'm playing. With, I'm playing with five other friends. Or four friends and some other person. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Come in, Rando. I'm, yeah, I'll be playing with friends. It doesn't matter who like I come am. In there. I want to be Cam Clark. I want to be Cam Clark. Whatever Cam Clark voice. I want to be Cam Clark. <laughs> I think he voiced Leonardo, I think. So. He was Leonardo. Mm-hmm. Yep. So look forward to that on Friday. Um, yes. I guess, I guess Brand, should be, Brand should be Cam, Cam Clark since he's going to Metal Gear Solid right now. So. Yeah. It lends itself to... To your playthroughs, you identify with the character, so 
I don't know. My my favorite turtle is Raph, I guess. So mine was and then mine I like, honestly I, was always Leonardo. I I love uh, Casey Jones as well. So, but I wouldn't mind being Splinter. Yeah, I don't care. I love all April, those characters. I, just, I love those characters for whatever. Yeah, years. <laughs> yeah, be a damn turtle, man. I'm excited. Looks like fun. So look forward to us streaming that Friday. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to add before we wrap up? I'm good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. We'll be right back.